0: Welcome to Big Storm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is Ben Zlinger.
1: Hello, hello. How's it going, Trevor?
0: Pretty good. That's good. What are we doing let's, this week? Let's just go back to some classic click pitch, single yeah. word. See how it goes. Get yeah. get a eat word each.
1: Throw get them a, at each other. Get a word. game design. Yeah, yeah. A game word. That's it. Um. Cool. Well, that kind of explained the game well enough, I think. So I think let's just jump r- jump right in.
0: Yeah. Three, two, one. Click. Arson.
1: Ballooning.
0: Ooh. Mm.
1: So okay, there's some interesting stuff here around like hot air balloons and setting fires to like
0: <laughs> to be able updrafts. to go
1: off. <laughs> 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 Dropping napalm <laughs> or something from balloons to then alter your kind of
0: ability to to traverse areas. Okay, I, I like this. This is mm. this is kind of like a um not not single screen, but I think you know sort of scrolling, sort of like mm. like some like some of the older older style games, whereas like. Single screens, but then you go on to the next, the next screen. Oh, you got yeah. a new puzzle to do, to yeah. to work out, and you know some of the things are okay. This time you're you're in a hot air balloon trying to get across this thing, and you're throwing down arson. Okay, so know, it's not all. It's and,
1: not all just you moving the balloon from one screen to the other. It's it's. I, I it has a different, different sort of puzzle. That's different like puzzly things systems, that have almost to, a bit of like incredible machine or something where you're like, but you're traversing a, a space.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's sort of like around the world in eighty days sort of things, where you're for- you're basically doing all these puzzles to to try and get your get yourself around the world. Okay, that's-
1: okay, that's cool. So you're maybe in different vehicles each time, or even just, I suppose, on foot. But it's it's getting through that section. Yeah, I, I like that. I- I'm picturing that you know, setting things on fire is just one of your tools at your disposal, and we have a lot of systems in place there of like the fire propagation and it creates updrafts and i don't know if you set a fire near water it it starts evaporating and then condenses at the top and like <laughs> almost a bit of like those sand you know those sand games those pixel games with the different yep. uh, uh um cellular autom- auto- automata kind of rules around them um but yeah it's all about then solving these puzzles to get through the space. So what yeah. other what other tools then could we kind of have at our disposal?
0: Um I know. I I do like the idea of it just being things that can affect like the world. Yeah. Rather than, you know, something like bolt cutters or anything like that. You got nothing that that sort of does a specific thing, but it's more Yeah, it's more looking at the sort of resources
1: you have in front of you and seeing where you can put a few key changes to set off the right chain reaction to, you know, yeah, burn, kind of like burn can- down that forest. That's <laughs> I, I'm, we keep going back to burning. Like there are other yeah. things we can do, but you know, or flood that pit so you can get, a, get into the boat and get across <laughs> in your
0: canoe or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I, I kind of like the idea of you, you've got like a, um, a bucket or something like that that you can sort of put that if if it tips over in the right way it'll you know knock something else down and yeah you know, I sort think of those Goldberg sort of,
1: yeah Rube Goldberg kind of things I'm also wondering now just to start mixing things up as you get further into the game you because you, you, it's a race right you're racing around around the world in eighty days you're opponents start, like, trying to sabotage you and those become parts of the puzzles as well. So, it's like yeah. this level there's literally, like, a fucking sniper on a hill <laughs> and you have to do something to, like, prevent his vision or, like, you have to create a huge steam cloud or whatever it is, you know, at the right time as you're moving through the space so that you can't get a shot off or...
0: Um, I, I kind of like the idea that, you know, you've got, you've got, like, a laser pointer that you can, you know, use and and happen to get... Get him right in the eye and blind him for at least a small <laughs> amount of time.
1: So <laughs> that's actually the solution to all of the enemies: is
0: just blind them with a laser. <laughs> in fact, everything is laser-based, including the fire. You've just got to like <laughs> put it through a prism.
1: It's actually that's your only tool is actually the laser. Uh, but then, yeah, as it reacts
0: and and combines with other things in the world, it creates different effects. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> use laser on prism. Okay, focused it down and created a forest <laughs> fire. Like I'm training it like it's a <laughs> LucasArts adventure game or something. Um, <laughs> but, but all you've got is laser. You, use, use, uh, <laughs> you, you still have to wait. click use and laser every time.
1: You only got one thing in you. You've got a full inventory that has one thing in it. <laughs> you can scroll down
0: there's like different lasers like all oh, right you've got your different <laughs> colored and powerful powered lasers or is or is it purely decorative i uh, know <laughs> well every, every single time it just says use laser un- un- <laughs> so- Unwrap- unlock a new
1: skin for your laser pointer
0: <laughs> <laughs> a wrap <laughs> uh- use <laughs> use laser unlock Hmm, it's illuminated it.
1: <laughs> this is not a very powerful laser.
0: It's just a light. You use laser on laser. You've doubled the laser power of this laser. <laughs>
1: and that's the way, actually, that's the way you get more powerful lasers, is you just find other lasers and, and combine them in your inventory. Somehow that makes a more powerful laser every time. <laughs> so that you can start setting fires and bursting balloons and evaporating water. Well,
0: how how else how else do you get down? Like you use you create a forest fire to go up. To yeah. go down you have to create holes in the um, holes in the balloon in the, in the balloon. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then, and then, t- when you need to go up again, you have to like find a material to then seal it up with the laser, like yeah, exactly. heat up the edges mm-hmm. and and seal it back up. You need more balloon material. Yeah, you
0: you need more tarps. <laughs> you just <laughs> find it's all a tarp, tarp <laughs> and just melt it on. <laughs> use use laser on tarp. <laughs> use tarp on balloon. <laughs> so the only thing in the environment
1: is tarps, and the only thing in your inventory is a laser, and you just have to figure it out. Some tops <laughs> will pick up water. Some tops will put out fires. Some tops will like fix your balloon. But it's just lasers and tops.
0: It, it's it's when you have to create a ladder out of a top that you realize, wow, this really has legs. You left. just like There's laser like-
1: holes into it, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. for steps.
0: <laughs> and, and then you melt it down so it's like hard for, yeah, the, for yeah. the rungs. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's a whole it's little mini game of like you have to draw with the mouse. Or with the controller to, like,
0: laser at the right point. But really, you don't want to cut that whole hole. What you want to actually do is you want to cut down the middle and then sort of cut slits on the side so that you mm-hmm. can actually sort of use like that folds. to melt into into the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a
1: full-on cloth sim uh, that we've got in there, so.
0: Okay. Three, two, one, click. Because and actually, I that's just, just gone weird.
1: Yeah. I think we should move on. I just remembered that I had a game to pitch,
0: actually. Oh. Uh, that's right you did yeah yeah. let's let's put three to one click on hold for a second then and And then we'll we'll three to one pitch three to one pitch your game
1: yeah so this is this is not a i did not go particularly deep on this idea um
0: for (laughs) reasons might
1: not go anywhere uh but my idea was like a like you know those kind of colony sims i guess like a bit of a uh, any game where you're, you know, cutting down wood to build a, um, build build your buildings, and then you need to mine coal, and you're you're building up your little economy and stuff.
0: Yeah, um, and then you then you've of course got the firefighters that have to deal with the arsonist, and you, they've got a yeah, they've all got that, lasers, yeah. Them.
1: yeah. Um, but in this case, just the usual. But yep. in this case, what I was thinking is that everyone is a vampire. Okay, cool. Yep, and. The way that you have to give skills, like in other games you might just say, okay, now you're a woodcutter, go and cut wood. Now you're a coal miner, go and cut coal.
0: Now you got to drink their blood so that you-
1: Yes, the only way to like give someone a skill is to have them drink the blood of someone else who has that skill. Um And if you- you can multi-skill people then, you can like have them drink two people's blood and they'll have both those skills, but they'll only do them like- Uh, Half as well, potentially. Uh, Half as well, And you can't undo it then, right? So, that was kind of the bit that that appealed to me was, oh, you've just made this person a woodcutter. They're a woodcutter forever now. It's literally in their blood.
0: Yes. Uh, Until they get completely exsanguinated and then they- like, turn yeah. Into there may dust. be a
1: way back. Well, that's it. it. It might just be that that they become somewhat expendable at some point, and you have to create new vampires, and and that's part of it as well. Is like, how do you bring new vampires into your little well, colony?
0: Kind of thinking about how V Rising did it, where you know, you you kept that certain thing in while that blood was still circulating within your body. But oh, I see. Interesting. When you when you get when you don't have when you don't have that much.
1: In yeah, anymore, you have
0: to you have to restock.
1: Well, that could um, work, but I think it needs to be over a longer period of time because I think there needs to be some uh, consequences for the choices you make of who's drinking whose blood in this little colony. It's very incestuous
0: because um, everyone's just drinking each other's blood to get their skills. But so, what if, um, like the 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 town itself, like, is sort of autonomous, and you you have control over your your vampire brood that you're wanting to help this town get better oh, there are obviously I see. some there are obviously some woodcutters and miners and stuff like that yeah. out there but in they're obviously very weak because they're only human but if you right. bring your vampire yep
1: okay that's in- adds an interesting little aspect because maybe it's that yes there's this town maybe it maybe it actually starts with you as a vampire Coming into this town that's already somewhat established at the very early mm. days. But they've got a yeah. few woodcutters. Because that's then your source of skills,
0: right? Exactly. And if you drain you them. Can,
1: you can either take their skills. They could and be gone, potentially like- transfer that into someone else via mm-hmm. your own sort of blood transfusion abilities. Mm-hmm. Or you can turn one of them. Yes. To become a vampire. But that might come with some downsides as well. Well, A, they can only work at night. Work at night. Yep. But if you just like transfuse some blood into a human, it's given them, gives them those skills, but they're still human. Mm-hmm. Um and that's sort of the way that you can potentially pass those skills on between different humans.
0: I do um, like the idea that you know, as you um as your vampires, they do drink, they do drink the human's blood and all that sort of stuff. Um, sometimes, like, if you haven't been feeding them well enough, they may just go and attack the next, the next human that they, they happen to see because they're so, they're so thirsty. Um, which can cause panic and all this sort of stuff, but it also brings in whatever skills that person happened to have. Yeah, which so dilutes, you can get some kind t- of, d- it dilutes the vampire's talent pool. Mm. Because I, I like the idea of if you, if you keep them as they only drink woodcutter blood, then mm. they are the best woodcutter out there. But if they've drunk, you know, for the last say seven times woodcutter, but now the, now you've given them some black, uh, blacksmith, blacksmith. blood. Yeah. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you know, they're. They've permanently lost some of the woodcutting potential. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, like, yes, you could go have them work at the blacksmith for a bit, but they're not going to work as well there either as a pure blacksmith. So you you gain the flexibility when that happens, but you lose the like the efficacy, the potential. Level. Um, I kind of like this even as because I think uh, like that maybe you're playing the like head vampire, and it's almost yes. like a. Third person kind of deal. It's not the sort of the top down that you might have. In you might be able to go up to that view, um, but but as you're but the main thing around, is that you're
0: you're you're telling your vampire brood. You know, you're giving them uh,
1: commands, or you're personally transfusing blood around, and maybe you've got a special ability. Like your your abilities can't be uh, diluted, or they don't stick the abilities don't stick with you. You're almost a vessel for them to then pass them on to others, whether you turn them into vampires or just pass them the blood. Um, but yeah, the, but everyone else is autonomous. Like they're all AI driven. Um, you can command, as you, as I said, you can, com- you can command the vampires. You can't command the humans. Maybe they just do their job. Like if they've yep. got particular skills, they'll decide, Oh, there's trees that need cutting. So I'll go cut trees or, or whatever. Um, And then it and 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 then a lot of it is then just the the usual sort of management of a game like that, like balancing out your economy and the way you know making sure you've got enough food and wood and and everything to expand, enough blood in the bank. Yeah, you see, at a certain point, you can you can build a blood bank, and humans can donate or.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the idea that you know it's one of those one of those things of come in, come in and donate your blood because you know obviously when when surgeries take place, you know we need to make sure that there's plenty of blood on hand. Well,
1: I, I think even <laughs> it, it may just be that the, this is a town where vampires and humans actually live in harmony to a degree. Mm. Um, because they both got a,
0: they've both got a hatred against werewolves.
1: Oh yeah. The werewolves, that's where where, like combat comes in. Like you have to, you get to a point and you start getting werewolf and Frankenstein attacks for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad when, you know, the invisible man attacks. Luckily, luckily it's
1: just Frankenstein and not Frankenstein's monster who attacks. So it's just like a weedy little scientist. He dies pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: um, he does try to take body parts. Though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He comes to try to steal <laughs> body parts.
0: Exactly. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I really, I really like this idea of, I know- thought it was just a fun, interesting
1: twist on a standard like colony builder to have a, some, some, some different, uh, sort of decisions that you had to make there and, and that permanence of jobs. Um,
0: is is fun, yeah. Well, I'm just imagining, <laughs> sort of, like maybe maybe the person who runs the blood bank. You know, obviously they've got to be a vampire. Um, I'm just thinking that maybe they've got to drink from a tax collector because you know that's to get the accounting used. skills. Yeah, it's, it's the best way to to make sure that you know everything's accounted for and mm. you know.
1: Yeah, maybe you have to advertise at certain points for jobs that you don't have yet to bring in an influx of humans into your town um, so that you can then start spreading their skills throughout your your people.
0: And Um, maybe it ends up being that, you know, keeping- keeping that that level of how many vampires versus how many humans yes. because
1: yeah if you if have you too, too few far the if other- you have too few humans then the vampires have to start drinking more human blood every time they feed this is maybe before you've got the blood bank cuz i'm i'm mm-hmm. picturing at that point they're just feeding when they need to but they don't take too much right the hu- and the humans are okay with it um it's it's just part of living in this town but yes mm-hmm. if there's too few humans then there's the chance that they'll just start bleeding them dry and actually kill them. And then you'll lose even more humans and you you end up into a bit of a negative feedback cycle.
0: Too many humans. Then they start thinking about, Oh, then, you know, vampires aren't real. And they get scared when, when they actually see vampires. Yeah,
1: potentially. But there's also just the balance of, if there's too many humans, maybe it means that the skill blood can't go as far and you have more mouths to feed. So like just from an economic perspective, you have to you have to balance that um, Oh, because you, then you have got to farmers. Making, yeah you still have to be farming food and making food for the humans. The vampires just need blood, so you can you can balance this Like oh shit, like we don't have enough food to feed all these humans. Let's just uh, you know convert 10, a whole 10% heap of, of them. <laughs> we're going to convert into vampires, <laughs> and uh, they don't need to eat food anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they just need to eat humans. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, can we get a human farm over here? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a human farm. <laughs> You've definitely got, like, nurseries or something to, like, build
1: the human population, definitely.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, um, I, can, I can imagine, you know, the, yeah, the vampires in the browsing the daycare. <laughs> no, they don't eat the babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't eat babies. They just suck their blood. No, they don't, <laughs> no, they don't feed on the babies. Okay. Toddlers. The, ch- the children <laughs> run around- The children
1: run around, like, they, they idolise the vampire. Like, they want to be a vampire when they grow up. It's this sort of- They're, like, the interesting, cool people in the town. Um, They run around- The kids run around with capes and teeth,
0: you know. So, I'm just wondering how the storylets would actually work with- Because um, I'm imagining uh-huh. Murray the vampire uh-huh. got- Was originally married to, like, Philippa. Yep. and they had a kid, and then he got converted into a vampire. The kid did. So no, no. Oh, um, Murray did. Ma- Murray, Murray did. Um, I mean, with a name like s- Murray, you got to be yeah. a vampire, hundred um, percent. But obviously, Philippa never got converted either. So, uh, mm. so you got that that whole thing of you know she's she's she's, dying she's really annoyed age. that he's out every night, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, working and sleeps all day, you know doesn't sleep in the same bed anymore because he sleeps in a coffin. Um, yeah. They never see each and- other anymore because she has to work during the day and he has to work at night. Yeah. And so just uh, just imagining, you know, some of the emergent stories yeah. that could come out of that. that you know-
1: yeah, I like that. As, as we often do, I think Storylets would be a good fit there for just, oh, here's a situation that's popped up in the town just through your own actions that, yes, you converted Murray into a vampire and in their little household there's- you know, his wife is not a vampire that, 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 that brings up the opportunities for those sorts of stories then. Um, yeah. And you can do that for all sorts, like different, different housing situations, different job situations with combinations of vampires and not. Yeah. Triggered by different, uh, states in the world as well. Like of the balance between vampires and humans and how hungry they are. Yeah. All that sort of thing can definitely lead to mm. like, even if it's just the sort of little pop-up things that come up sometimes in those games of like, here's the situation between these people that are physically in your town, like how do you solve it? Um,
0: well, like you have to make a decision or something. Um, Murray's been caught, you know, uh, trying trying to collect all the all the things for the ritual to convert Philippa and and Edward, you know, his their their son Those to vampires. vampires. And it's like, hang on, you know, that's that's not allowed. I didn't I didn't agree you to didn't that. Authorized so- <laughs> that turning. Exactly. Because it turns out that you're the only one who can do that. Like, um,
1: it's your blood.
0: He's stolen some of your blood and
1: he's (laughs) trying to (laughs) reverse engineer. He he was sneaking around with a
0: syringe.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love
0: it. That's really cool. Okay. Um, Three to one click. Yeah. Ooh, neon. Loincloth.
1: Neon loincloth. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's a cyberpunk like cyberpunk tarzan <laughs> or something like that yeah yep. i was trying to think of any other any other situation where a loincloth makes
0: sense but yeah cyberpunk neanderthals uh, like
1: well i kind of like cyberpunk ta- ta- like swinging through a cyberpunk city <laughs> you've got your like <laughs> your, you call it the vine, but it's like a grappling hook sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. I like it. Is it kind of bionic commando like as in it's attached like it's part of oh, your body part of yeah. your body?
1: Yeah. What does vine stand for in this in this case?
0: Um
1: virtual um, um I was, inertia. was gonna say very mm. Virtual okay. inertia mm. um nano Experiment. Experiment. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got your vine, and that lets you, yeah, like swing around this this neon bathed
0: cyberpunk. Either experiment or extension. 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 Yeah, extension is good.
1: Inertia nano extension. Yeah, that's good. Um, (laughs)
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's. So, do it's- we
1: take aspects of the Tarzan story, though, or is that as far as we go? Do you- Like, you wear a loincloth, you-
0: I think it's sort of like a cyberpunk hero where you you literally wear a loincloth and, like, swing around a la, you know, sexy Spider-Man um, <laughs> in <laughs> in the cyberpunk world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I'm just imagining all the different- Enhancements that, that some of the people around here have, have been mm. trying to install in their bodies and all this sort of stuff. And you're, you've created this vine. You're, I think you're the only one who, who has this sort of,
1: yeah, definitely, this sort of power. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's definitely like a body mod sort of thing. I think yep. maybe it like ejects from your, you know, in a Spider Man ish way or something from your, your wrist or, 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 or your or your the I was thinking right upside.
0: right in the middle, like in between oh, like the in middle knuckle, finger and the in, middle knuckle. In, yeah, in the knuckles, it's like, it's like you like, can
1: punch sh- you punch it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's it's, it's kind of like um, Wolverine giving the middle finger. I was going to um, say if you you just you like
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> you you, if you fire directly upwards upwards, it looks like you're just giving a really long finger to someone, a thing longer. Yep. Um <laughs> Okay, so what sort of hero? Are you a hero or are you a villain? Are you a chaotic, neutral kind of just
0: fucking around with things? I I kind of like the idea of being able to take it like that. Um, that old game for the PS3. I try to remember the the game that had the morality morality system where you were you had those electric powers. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, So, it's an I think. Yeah. Or is it that it's an insomnia game? Is that who made it?
0: No, it's definitely Insomnia. Second
1: Son. Something. What was it called? (laughs) I remember this old title of the sequel, but Infamous.
0: Infamous. Yes, Infamous.
1: Yeah. kind of like in an infamous way. Yeah, that could be You
0: can choose to be good or bad. You can take... You've got sort of Spider-Man-y powers, uh, sit in a... Spider punk, spider punk world, yeah. <laughs> uh, spider punk world, world, Weird. everything's
1: just got legs and webs everywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, a cyber oh, punk world. That's cool because I mean, you could do some just really great like designs on the on the city and the, like how fun is that? Just the neon smearing past you as you swing through the city. Uh hundred I mean, you percent. know, you
0: in your neon line cloth. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's
1: got like flashing LEDs around it and stuff.
0: That's <laughs> uh, just that's that's your original costume, and then you know you get yeah, you more them. things. I mean, it's as basically just and- I
1: think the Spider Spider Man PS Five game, but uh
0: you
1: know, inside like like world, world and and you can and either
0: be a villain or a hero. You can be. Good or bad? You're still going through the same sort of story that there's someone trying to take over um, all of Cyberpunk Landia. Cyberpunk Landia. That's the least. Like Cyber <laughs> 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 um,
1: No, no. I yeah. Or some. Well, uh, what's a what's a kind of cyberpunkish? Um thing that could be happening. Like maybe there's like an AI or there's a, or go, like just Ooh, a, yeah. just a, you know, oppressive government that's trying to force all movies to be written by AI. And they're called the AMT. What, what, what if there's a
0: virus? What if there's an, there's a virus Ooh. going through people's oh, through their like, mods and stuff. Um, through yeah, the yeah, mods and cool. stuff. Like, and, so you don't it's know like how it's being spread. stuff, Back alley,
1: body mods, but it's been, but it's started, but it's spreading. It's actually got, yeah. Like if you if you interface, yeah, you with can tell like mods and in operating systems People have got like
0: black, you know, black veins in, coming anywhere out they've of, installed of their body stuff, mods yeah. and shit, like that's cool. Oh, there, there's some there's something about you know those body body modifications and just how you know it would work with you know different computer viruses Ooh. and that sort of stuff that it's kind of interesting in the fact that oh yeah this one happens to have you know network connectivity and oh, yeah. that's how yeah. like you didn't update, uh, did well, uh, Maybe, Mars. maybe like, we
1: bring in a little bit of watchdogs esque spin you know. to this as well. Cause then I like the idea of like using your vine, swinging up onto a, you know, balcony and then looking through the window and, and, and hacking into someone's, you know, operating system on their, either in their house or on their body, you know, <laughs> um, and, and being able to like, yeah, discover stuff about them or, or
0: trigger things or, there's, so- there's something about like when it's not quite all the way there with the cyberpunkish mm. sort of thing. Like this is mm. the dawn of the cyberpunk era. In the fact that you know people are just getting used to the fact that there are body mods. Okay, so it's in maybe not it's like it's still not like everyone has somewhat- body
1: mods. It's- but it's but it's growing in popularity. It's-, it's a new
0: trend that is yeah yeah that's cool yeah. So then you can still have a little bit more. Of you know your standard, standard sort of regu- regular Joe, but because it's starting to become a little bit more popular, that's why you know yeah. people are being hacked and all this sort of stuff. They don't quite have the um the security yeah, standards it's out not there, as there yet. Place yet to to
1: have have reached that level. Yeah, that's that's kind of neat. So it's it's a bit more of a you get a bit more of a relatable world, but there is. If you can see the area, you know, certain areas of town, like the inner city, is becoming is is almost like you know what you would think of as a classic cyberpunkish world, and it has all the neon and 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 dark streets and stuff. But as you move a bit further out, it's like oh, here people are a little bit more conservative, like they haven't fully, they're not the inner city folks who have latched onto this body mod thing, you know, and this mm. lifestyle as much. And so yeah, you get it just a bit more of your average Joe. Um. Maybe, maybe they've got like a chip in their hand to like tap to pay <laughs> on the F <F-Boss> machines. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the first body mod, right? The that most people get, you know. Yeah. Oh, you want to you want to control the lights with the with a click of your fingers? Yeah. Well, just get, get you know the get the. Body mod to so, on your fingertips. That's so that it, you just- and you
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> once you've got a couple of things, you have to. I mean, you have to install, you know, Blood OS, <laughs> the body operating system, because you you know you, they need to be an interface with each other. But that's when you start being open to, you know, hacks and viruses and
0: yeah, trojans. Uh, so I kind of like the idea that our our mm-hmm. hero slash villain. Yep. You know our our protagonist in the game. Um, they've maybe lost a hand, and they've mm. built a new, a new hand. You know because they've got some sort of, some sort of robotic chops, and from that's a, what's
1: from a robotic lamb.
0: You mean sort of, yeah, yeah. some robotic lamb chops. Yeah, yeah, uh, with with some robotic <laughs> meat, <mint>, Robot- um, Robot <laughs> mint.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think <laughs> I think you, I think our maybe a some
0: person is it isn't. Robes me <laughs> so I'm trying Robes- to say rosemary and robo. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> so- <laughs> uh, yes, they're an engineer, they can build shit, uh and they and they understand yeah, they can hack stuff like that, that's enough, that's all you need in this world <laughs> to, to be a superhero. Yeah. Uh or villain. But yeah, I like I like that idea of having the choice. I think, yeah. you know, if you're the hero, obviously you're trying to stop this virus from spreading. Um, if you're the villain, you're maybe trying to take control of it
0: so that you like, or you're trying to stop it so that you're, you're you're still trying to get to the bottom of who is running it so that
1: you can like take the reins or something like that. Yeah. 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 Love
0: it. Yeah. That's cool.
1: I think that's, I think think that's it. brings us to the end of tonight's episode. uh, A few good Mm. games in there with some kind of deep dives. It was nice. So, if you would like to listen to yeah. all of our other episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm and check them all out. Leave us a review. Tell us uh, what you think Vine should stand for. Did we get it right or did we miss a low-hanging fruit?
0: <laughs> yeah, most likely. If you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mad Defiance. Off of the album Containment Failure by the band Crewdust. Check it out at crewdust.bandcam.com.
1: That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on BitStorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I was bitten by a podcasting vampire.